We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Hey, guys! We have a live show coming up on Saturday, July 16th at 8 p.m. at the Largo in sunny Los Angeles, California. These shows are really fun. We catch up, we tell stories, we make each other laugh, and we make you laugh. We even do BuzzFeed quizzes, and we answer your questions right in the dang room. You come to the show with a freaking question, we'll answer it. It's a dang good time. It's a dang good time. Grab them tickets for a dang good time for July 16th. <laughs> you absolutely have to do that line again. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you got a good take of that. <laughs> Grab your tickets for July what? 16th and... <laughs> what? What is happening? <laughs> Grab tickets for July 16th at Largo-LA.com. See you then in sunny Los Angeles, California. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, should we just start? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I thought you were starting. I was, and then I stopped. <laughs> How are you? I'm so sleepy. Yeah. I couldn't fall asleep last night. Oh, when did you go to sleep? Like three. And then I kept just like yeah. waking up. Damn. Okay. Hello, Sashir. I thought that was the start. Oh, was it? <laughs> We're going to include all of this. <laughs> I, we should. Uh, this is great. How are you? I've already said it. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Um, I'm actually pretty well rested. <laughs> I don't oh, know how. What a dream. <laughs> we got back from Mexico yesterday. And I think I went to bed around midnight. And then I woke up somehow at like 8 a.m. Just like all on, all on my own. Wow. You love to see it. I, yeah, I had to watch Spider-Man Gotta Get Home and, I don't know, the second one, whatever the fuck it's called, and... <laughs> gotta get home. Gotta get... Spider-Man Gotta Get Home. Um, and then I finished it at, like, I guess, like, one-ish. 
And then I tried to go to sleep and then I couldn't go to sleep. So then I drank some Z-Quil. Z-Quil knocked me out for, for like maybe an hour. And then I woke myself up snoring. And then oh I was gosh. like, you got to get back to sleep. And then I kept waking myself up <laughs> snoring. It was delightful. I loved it. Thrilling adventures of Nicole sleeping. <laughs> it is what it is. I don't know. Uh, somebody told me I should do like a sleep study to figure out why I'm snoring. Also, the last time I had a physical, the lady looked in my mouth and went, oh, do you have a boyfriend? And I was like, is this a hate crime? What are you saying to me? What is happening? And she was like, because you have a closed throat so you probably snore so she's like do you wake up your boyfriend and i was like one get out of my business two i'm famously single three i have a small throat i was really afraid that she was gonna be like you have a closed throat so his dick will not get back there (laughs) he's gonna have a hard time getting back into that (laughs) you are not a throat goat your throat is too <laughs> tiny. I'd be so sad if someone, you know, diagnosed me as a non-throat goat. <laughs> My official diagnosis is <laughs> you can't deep throat nobody. Nobody. Sorry about it, honey. Um, boy, I'd be sad. But no, <laughs> the diagnosis was if I were to ever sleep with someone repeatedly, I would wake them up. Oh. Isn't that a wild thing for someone to say? That is, because, like, why Why is that the main concern? It should be, how is this affecting you, not the I person you're sleeping with? Uh, yeah. Yeah, she should have been more, uh, more involved with me. She should have been talking to me. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's like a movie doctor, and I don't know what her credentials actually are. It's, I see. <laughs> <laughs> one of those people that's like you're alive you can go work yeah physicals for our jobs are so funny someone will look mm-hmm. at you and be like um do you feel like sick and you're like no and they're like all right sign these documents you're <laughs> you're cleared i know at one time a doctor uh for a work physical felt my throat and was like you're a throat goat no, i'm just kidding he was like <laughs> uh <laughs> he's like you have enlarged an enlarged thyroid. And I was like, yeah, I have gone to a doctor before and like they mentioned it, but like said it wasn't anything to worry about. I was like, do you think it's gotten larger? Do you think I should get this checked out? And he was like, meh, I don't think so. I was like, you don't think so? Boy, oh boy. (laughs) But you noticed it. And he's like, ah, it's probably fine. And I was like, oh boy, okay. I I, I love a medical professional who's like, listen, I don't know. Uh, hmm. I truly don't know. Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> There's no way to figure this out. I won't even Good try. Luck. Not one time. I had one physical. It was in New York. And I was living in like uptown at the time. I always lived uptown. And they sent me to this place like, I'll never forget. Yeah, it was West 4th. And then I was like, oh, I took the train. There was too many steps. West 4th. If you take the blue line down, you got to go up. Eight flights of stairs. It's rude. And the elevator never works. So I huffed Mm -hmm. and puffed and I made it to the doctor and he was like, boy, you're out of breath. And I was like, yeah, I was trying to make it here. I hustled. I was trying to be on time. He was like, okay, let's start your physical. You ever think about losing weight? And I was like, "Um, you know, maybe, maybe once a month. I don't know, sir. And he was like, I think you should think about it harder. And I was like, can I do this job? And he was like, oh yeah, you're cleared. But like, and then kept talking to me about like losing weight. And I was like, and also P.S., he was huge. He was the he was a very big man. I was like, all right, Humpty Dumpty. This is the pot calling kettles black. Leave me alone. 
I didn't <laughs> like him. I wish him nothing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like that lady on the plane yesterday. Oh <laughs> my God. We step. Okay. First of all, I hurt myself every day of our trip. (laughs) (laughs) You really did. I, we were in Mexico. I put a song in at karaoke to sing Party in the USA. This is after I paid the DJ a hundred US dollars to never put in another song from this unruly table that I hated. I said, Mm -hmm. I will pay you to, (laughs) to not be nice to them. And that DJ said, will do. So we put in a song, Party in the USA. Maybe disrespectful to do in Mexico because I'm not partying in the (laughs) USA. I am in Mexico. But chose to sing it. And as I was skipping my heart out to get to the stage, I hear a and felt up and I said oh dear but I finished the song because she's what professional at having fun and (laughs) (laughs) and also I had eaten mushrooms so I thought maybe I was like maybe it was a good pop turns out bad pop it was a dirty pop and (laughs) (laughs) and uh, so that was the first night and then I was just like limping the whole time we're there, the second day, oh, it goes beautiful beach. And then there was a pool floaty that I was playing on, had a nice time. The floaty said, I reject this fun you're having. And it slammed into my acrylic fingernail, splitting my nail horizontally down the center. Um, blood everywhere, covered in, like truly came up from it the was, ocean. You, what? <laughs> Just dripping. You were dripping, dripping in, in blood. blood. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like a dream of mine is emerging from the ocean, toss tossing uh, a cute little afro of like little beads of hair. Someone being like, wow, look at that sexy woman emerging from the ocean. Oh my God, I love her. And like water dripping. Instead, I like limped out of the ocean, dripping in blood. <laughs> like the fucking boogie. Like man. a horror movie. <laughs> I, was like, I was like the lady from The Ring climbing out of the TV, except the TV is the fucking ocean. <laughs> And our friend rushed to get like a medic, wrapped me up. And then I didn't get hurt on ATVs, but I was stuck behind the slowest woman in America mm, who didn't. Or yeah. no, I was not in America. Oh, no, I was. No, I was not in America. I was in the continent, North America. Yes. No, no I was in Central America. Wait. Mm, no, I think it's North America. I'm, in Amer- so. I'm North America. Okay. Slowest woman in North America. And my God. We were going up a hill and okay, to be fair, she was like a little, she was, she was plus size and they like clocked plus size people and put us on bigger ATVs because it helps you go up the hill, especially if you don't know how to shift. And they told us how to shift. You just got to be in a higher gear to go up a hill. And boy, oh boy, she got stuck. And I was like, shift up. I'm screaming shift up in the clearest, clearest of voice. She turns around and she's like, excuse me? And I was like, shift up. And she's like, what are you saying? I was like, shift up. And she was like, what? <laughs> and then the guy like came <laughs> over and did it for her. I was so mad. And then I wanted to be like, and then you downshift. Whatever. She kept going so slow. But finally, I got to the end of the line so I could do whatever I want. And we were on it for six more seconds. So then, <laughs> the long roundabout way to get to this plane. So we're putting our luggage in the overhead bin. Sashir, I love for Sashir to just sit down and I'll put her stuff up. I don't know why. I need you to enjoy your time on a plane. I love planes. You're a gentleman and I I, appreciate that. (laughs) Thank you. I am your plane gentleman. (laughs) Um, So also I took a wheelchair down because I have this terrible limp. And then people, I guess, don't believe that you need a wheelchair if you can stand up later, um, which is very interesting. Um, 
So I was putting the suitcases up and this lady was like, it's not going to fit. That suitcase is not going to fit. It's not, also, we're sitting there and it's not going to fit. And I was like, ma'am, it's going to fit. And she was like, it's going to fit. I try to fly a lot. I said, it's going to fit. Don't worry about it. And she's like, are you sure? And I was like, you have a lot to fucking say. She was so rude. I hate her. I wish nothing for her. I hope she got lost on her way home. I hope her children say, mommy, I hate you. I... <laughs> I wish her husband filed for divorce when they landed. I hope her food wasn't good and her butthole blew up when she got home. I hate that woman. I do not like her. You know what? I should call Delta, get the manifesto, find out her name and figure out where she lives and send her some dead flowers and go, you're like these flowers seem to be dead. No, that's a threat. I Is could that never. a threat? <laughs> you're going to threaten to kill this woman? I guess I shouldn't. I guess that's wrong. Oh. <laughs> I also like that you said you're going to get the Delta Manifesto. What isn't is that? that? Isn't, that what, isn't, that, isn't that what the plane list is called? A manifesto? <laughs> Absolutely not. Are you sure? sure? Is like, it's Jordan, like you're, can you look that up? I feel like it's a plane manifesto. It's a list of all the people. <laughs> so I feel like that's like your thesis statement. Like if you're like mission um or your mission statement for i don't know your world views oh wow why do i think it's called a plane manifesto uh, hopefully a manifesto is just landing in the right spot huh. there's a delta manifest request form oh, oh. but i, I want to manifest it's close yeah huh. hmm what is it called? What the like the list? They're like we have the manifesto, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they've never said that. And I'm making. Where did up. you hear that? <laughs> I feel like it's like the passenger <laughs> manifesto. I don't know. But who said that? I feel like I heard a flight attendant say, "We have the manifesto." <laughs> oh no, maybe they're plotting something. There is <sighs> a thing on Google that says, "What is a plane manifesto?" A manifest. <gasps> Comma, customs manifest or cargo document is the document listing the cargo, passengers, and crew of a ship, aircraft, or vehicle for the use of customs and other officials. Okay. I guess you were right. Okay. I didn't even know about this. Interesting. I probably never heard anyone say this, and I, I don't know. Because it you seems just, like you very, know a lot about planes. I love planes. Listen, <laughs> listen, <laughs> our friend, my friend Tessie, our friend, she's your friend too now. Uh, yeah. She couldn't go. She had to go back to Portland and she was trying to get into the Delta Lounge and they said she couldn't be in the lounge. And then I looked up online. You could be in the lounge if you are first class or if you were flying international. And I was ready to fucking get on the phone, hop on the <laughs> horn and get it done. <laughs> I just, <laughs> what I did was I took a screenshot and I sent it to her. She was like, I already told them. And I had half a mind last night before going to sleep to call Delta and say, excuse me, you tell me exactly what all the rules are right now. But then I was like, I have the credit card. I'm fine. But I just don't want my friends denied. I mean, it doesn't make sense because that's been the rule for the yes. longest. That if you're on an international flight and you're connecting, yes. you can be in the lounge. And your first class, she should have absolutely been in the lounge. Absolutely. But, you know, on the way to Mexico, I did hear a man in a cowboy hat say to his friend or acquaintance, they're making it easier for any old person to come in here. He also didn't have a Southern accent. He gets more and more <laughs> bigger and bigger every time I talk about it. And him. then he rode his, his, his horse into the sunset <laughs> and said, I don't even need a plane today. 
<laughs> but also that's not true there it's not easier for people to get in no. there it's in fact getting harder <laughs> it's getting so much harder and all i ever want to do is eat eggs in the double <laughs> lounge although the eggs we had on the way to mexico oh, were super salty. yeah if there is a delta representative listing right now who works <laughs> in culinary can you let the chef know the head chef that the mm-hmm. frittatas were too salty <laughs> <laughs> the only opulent care. thing about me is how I fly. That is literally it. <laughs> Truly a crusty bitch any other time. I wonder if I, I don't think I can pole dance for a while with my fingy like this. Oh, absolutely not. I, I wouldn't suggest it. Fucking sucks. I'm sorry. I mean, also with your leg, I don't think you should be pole dancing. Oh, yeah, probably not. I should probably let that rest. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Poor thing. Uh, you just were truly falling apart every day <laughs> throughout this trip. I was like, my poor friend. <laughs> I think my body was like, I have been through enough because hmm. I went to Miami, had a fucking wild last night. In my truly went for work, had a wild last night in Miami, got to the airport. Apps. So okay, was having my wild night. Looked at my watch. Uh, or my phone or whatever, said to the friend I was with, I was like, I get picked up in an hour. And they were like, you got to get out of here. And I was like, you're right, I got to get out of here. So they would get in the car, get back to the hotel. And I said, I have to spend the rest of my per diem. You're not going to give me money that I'm not going to spend. And so I ordered a hamburger. I think I ordered two hamburgers because I was like, got to get the rest of the per diem because I was keeping track. So the burger came. I laid on that bed and ate it horizontal. It got everywhere. <laughs> Also, you only had an hour. Uh huh. Yeah. The my assistant was calling me. The driver was calling me. <laughs> and also, I turned the TV on and landed on. Uh, I don't know. I think it was like HBO Spanish. So I was just like, or HBO in Spanish, <laughs> and I was just watching Spanish stuff. And I was like, what are they saying? I was so drunk that I thought it was like an English thing. And I was like, why aren't they saying the words? I know as I was horizontal <laughs> slamming a burger in my mouth. Two burgers. Oh, and what? then the driver who dropped me off from where I was was the driver who took me to the airport. And he went, wow, uh, are you okay? And I was like, uh-huh. I just got to sleep here. And so I fell asleep in the car. And, he, and then he very gently, when we got there, he was like, hey, we're here. I said, thank you so much. And he's like, get home safe. I said, Okay. <laughs> And then I tipped him, I don't know how much money. And then <laughs> he just handed your wallet over. <laughs> yeah, I said, please Thank take my so identity. Much. I don't know who I am. <laughs> I wasn't in my body at that moment. Anyway, you were not. <laughs> so then I get through TSA security. I feel like I had a real nice ha 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 with the agent when I took my mask hmm. down. But I, I don't remember if it was a good ha 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 or if it was just me ha ha And then I didn't tell you any of this. I just said I no. was very drunk when I flew home. Um, so then I like sit down and I, oh, also it was like gate 179. It was the, it was the longest walk I have ever taken to get to a gate at Miami International Airport. They said, you'll walk this off before you get on the flight. And my body said, (laughs) that's going to work. I got on the flight and I looked around and I was like, I'm still so drunk and it is 530 in the morning. And I don't think anyone is at my level. So then I had another vodka soda and then finished that and promptly passed out. We were on the ground for 45 minutes. 
while I was just snoring. <laughs> and I didn't even know we were delayed until we were landing where they were like, we tried to get you here on time. That 45 minute delay really set us back. And I was, <laughs> I like looked around. I was like, did everyone else know we were delayed? That's really funny. Oh, God. I mean, give you extra time to sleep. It did. But the way I slept was I slumped down in my seat and slammed my knees into the seat in front of me. (laughs) And I think that person reclined on me because when I woke up, I was like, ow, why am I sitting like this? And I was like, also, my knees hurt. So when I stood up, finally, I was like, oh, Oh, no, boy, oh, boy, it was my goodness. Um, and then my like seatmate, he kept glaring at me. So I think I was snoring really hard and really loud and maybe talking. Mm, just like the doctor was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm not dating that person, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <sighs> and I thought I was done flying drunk like that. I used to do that all the time in my early 20s or like when I was touring a ton more. Because, you know, mm-hmm. it'd be like a very early flight to get somewhere else. And then you'd have a show and then you'd go out after the show. So you get on planes drunk. I can't. I'm, it's I'm harder nearing now. 40. I know. It's so much harder. I I, yeah, I did that uh, leaving Indiana. And I, well, I missed my flight because mm. I just <laughs> fully <laughs> fell asleep <laughs> with the TV on and all the lights on and was and like set no alarms. Was Had no plan. Stuff was scattered everywhere. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> like a zombie. And it was like, I have to go. And then truly if I left 15 minutes earlier, I probably mm-hmm. could have made it. But she didn't. She did not. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. I don't wear makeup often, but when I do, I want to make sure I can use products that work for my skin and look good for my skin color. And so that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Their Brilliant Eye Brightener can be used as highlighter-eyeshadow combo that makes your eye look effortless. It comes in 16 buildable shades to choose from and play with. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like wax and blends like a powder. I love the Waterproof Eyebrow Liner because most of the time I just do my eyebrows and walk out the door. I like having a nice little, like, finished look. It looks like I tried, but I really didn't. I don't need multiple things. I don't need a brush and then a separate liner and then a separate color and blah, blah, blah. It's all one thing and it's great. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order 
at thrivecosmetics.com slash best friends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash best friends for 10% off your first order. Black representation in the media means so much to me. I loved Whoopi Goldberg growing up and I was like, oh, that's a woman who like, she, she's got the same skin tone as me. She kind of looks like me and I can do it. So honestly, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Did I ever tell you about the last time I was going to Austin? I think we were before. I think it was Moon Tower. I left LA pretty drunk. Can't remember what. I think it was coming from like a dinner or something. Or maybe I don't remember. But I was drunk getting on the plane, had a cocktail on the flight, fell asleep, woke up to them saying, we're now landing in Houston. Couldn't land in Austin. And I was like, wait. (laughs) Again, I looked around. I was like, we all knew this. (laughs) We all knew we were not going to our destination. And then... um, we landed, we deplaned, and then they were like, this plane is going to Austin. And they were like, and we are leaving in 45 minutes. And I said, I believe you, which is something you should never believe in airline. Uh, it took like three hours. And then there was another flight that had taken off. But like, I believed the 45 minutes, so I didn't rebook. So then I was in the fucking Houston airport for three hours. Did I ever tell you about that? No, I don't think so. Oh, boy. It was wild. I know. I hate when stuff like that happens where they're like, okay, it's going to be delayed just this much. And you're Mm -hmm. like, I could rebook, but maybe I'll believe them. And it never, it's never worked out where it's like, oh, they were right. It was only 45 minutes. It's like, Mm -hmm. now I spent my whole day here. Yeah. And everyone else got to leave on a different plane. Mm -hmm. Oh, if there is anybody who works in airlines listening, I have a query. Here is the query. So my friend Tessie, she had a connecting flight from Portland that was delayed. It was a Delta flight to a Delta flight to Mexico. And she was not the only person delayed. There was like 10 other people delayed mm-hmm. and they were trying to close the doors. And I think the only reason why they didn't close the doors is because we talked to the gate agent and we were nice and we we're like, our friend is coming. And we stayed outside the like, we stayed outside till the last second. And then, like, everyone, like, rushed, rushed, rushed and, like, made it right on time, like, right as they were closing the doors. But I'm like, how? why would you leave 10 passengers if they're only going to be, like, five minutes late? Because yeah. I've had flights held for me. We had a flight held for us when we went to Canada. Remember when I ate the <laughs> edible and you were perfectly sober and we had a great time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just sleepy and we were like, muffins are good. <laughs> And then when so we were like, Miss Fire, Miss Moore, we were waiting we for were you. We were waiting for you. We held the flight for you. And then we laughed the whole way to our seats with everyone staring at us, not happy. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, that didn't make any sense because it was like, so you would rather rebook all, all these, these people, people than just wait five minutes? Yeah. Because you can, you can see where they're coming from. Yes. You can see what. They the have the that, manifesto. 
They (laughs) 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 just look in your manifesto. (laughs) Yeah, that's so silly. I need to talk to Ed Bastian about this. That's the CEO. Who is Ed Bastian? I believe he's the acting CEO. Jordan, can you confirm that for me? I need Why to do you know this? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I love Delta. <sighs> the acting CEO? <laughs> That's correct. That is wild that I know that. And I'm not like, I have <laughs> very, <laughs> very little knowledge in this brain, but I know Ed Bastian. <laughs> Oh, I know it. I have no idea what he looks like. This is like the other night when I knew who, who Tootsie Poots. No, wait. Uh, Imogen, Imogen, Imogen Poots. Poots. <laughs> I knew who Imogen Poots was and I couldn't figure out why I knew her. That's Ed. Wow. I think Ed and I could be friends. I think Ed would finally would find me very entertaining and he'd want to be around me. He would absolutely me. find you. He'd be like, yeah, oh, I a- like Nicole. <laughs> Some happy old rich white man loves you. All right. If anyone has any connections to Ed, see if Ed is mm-hmm. married mm-hmm. or if Ed is looking for like a sugar baby because I'll fly anywhere mm-hmm. on Delta with him. <laughs> oh, he probably has a private fucking plane that's not even a Delta he plane. Absolutely has a private plane. <laughs> do, you think, do, you think, do you think Ed's private plane says Delta or do you think it says Ed? Or do you think it says nothing? <laughs> it might be say Delta, it might be like these since he's not, since he's just the acting CEO. <laughs> it might just be the CEO's plane and then whoever's a CEO at the moment is can use it. Oh, God. Ed. Did you know Delta's the number one on-time airline? <laughs> it's all, it's all yeah, I know that because they tell us, they brag about it every time we land. <laughs> it's, it's, Delta. All for, it's all for Ed. Oh, <laughs> It's because of Ed. I just learned why. You get in early. You know how pilots are like, pilots will say, we made up time in the air and we landed early. Mm-hmm. They yeah. overestimate how long your flight will be. be so oh. like, if you're delayed or whatever, you still kind of get in at your arrival time because they've built that in. So it's like to impress people? Yeah. So hmm. you can't get mad because you're like, oh, we got in early. Or, oh, I guess we got in. At, we were delayed, but we got in on time. It's like because they estimated it for you. Huh. Tricks. tricks. Ed's got tricks up his sleeve. Wow. Mm, it Ed. does seem like they're doing all these tricks to like make people like be like, see, we did a good job. Can be calm. <laughs> like they start playing uh-huh. music when we when we mm-hmm. deep plane, and I'm like, what the fuck is this music? But I guess it's to like calm people the hell down. Yeah, it'd be like, don't fight in the aisles. You'll get your <laughs> things back. Chill out. Then you there's had like, a nice time. <laughs> There was like intense classical music playing on the shuttle on the way to our plane. Pretty funny. And Tess said that it was sped up on her bus, which is really funny to me. <laughs> yeah, because she was like rushing. So mm-hmm. it was like. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Boy, we did a funny bit on that bus. <laughs> <laughs> Might be gonna explain the bit. It's for us. Some things have to remain yeah, private. It- <laughs> <laughs> You would have had to been there. Yeah. And even if you were there, you may not have understood what was happening. You wouldn't have gotten it. (laughs) Yeah, people around us definitely didn't get it. No, they didn't like it. Uh, Except for one man. He did. He did. I saw the crinkle of the eye. You know, that's a that's a laugh and a mask. The crinkle. Um, (laughs) And then at the end of that flight, I had my enemies. But then I had my friends behind me. 
I'm always making enemies and friends on flight. And then that baby, that dope-ass baby in that onesie. That was a cool baby. I, it's pretty funny. I have said more about the flight than our trip to Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the flight was entertaining. (laughs) There was a lot. No, because you'll miss out on all the action. Oh, you're right. Maybe I'll become a flight attendant and I'll just like get into it with the passengers. (laughs) Were you the one telling me that um, most pilots fall asleep in the cockpit? Hell yeah. Over, I think the statistic is over 50% of pilots have said that they have fallen asleep at the wheel of planes. Like <laughs> that can't be the term for it. At the, at the gears, at the, mm. at the, at the head of the plane and have woken mm. up and their co-pilots also asleep. I mean, that's terrifying. Jordan, can you confirm or deny that I'm lying? <laughs> I don't think I'm lying. I think I read that somewhere. I mean, so they're just there to, just in case autopilot messes up. It seems as such, yeah, that pilots might be, uh-oh, a pilot might be listening and might get mad about this. It seems like pilots might be plain babysitters. Whoa. More than half of pilots have fallen asleep while in charge of a plane, a survey by Pilots Union suggests. Of the 56% who admitted sleeping, 29% told Balpa. <laughs> Who's Balpa? Had, I don't know who Balpa is. <laughs> that they had woken up to find their other pilots asleep as well. Damn. Wild, right? Damn. Yeah, I think that's, it's nuts. It's crazy. I mean, it's really funny to think about it. It's like we are flying through the fucking sky in this huge metal thing. Uh, You know, you just got to believe it. And it works. And then the pilot goes, I better take a nap. (laughs) Right? It's. I guess like you're just looking at clouds. And Mm -hmm. if you don't know your co-pilot, like you don't feel like shooting the shit. I guess you just tap out and go to sleep. But also, is there a conversation beforehand? Like, hey, man, I don't really fucking like you, dude. So I'm going to close my eyes for a bit. (laughs) Or like, hey, buddy, I'm going to close my eyes. Or do you just like fall the fuck out? They're probably also overworked because I think, isn't there like less pilots after the pandemic or something? Apparently, everyone is short staffed because of the pandemic. One, two, they lifted the mask mandate. And I think... Ed went on record to say that they're having staff shortages due to COVID-19. But don't, don't, that's not a direct quote from Ed, okay? Um, <laughs> Please don't misquote don't, Ed I Bastion. can't misquote Ed because I'm trying to become his sugar baby. I need <laughs> someone to get to Ed and tell him that I'm, <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> Imagine from this podcast, I get to become Ed Bastion's sugar baby. I mean, that'd be great. Imagine he, he married to go me and Nicole Bastion. I could be the queen of Delta. The <laughs> real <laughs> diamond diva. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> but yeah, yeah. I wonder. And then I know that the pilots, they're not allowed to eat the same meals. They have to like get separate meals in case not one allowed of them. To? Yeah, in case one of them has like gone bad and causes food poisoning. Oh, the so the one pilot has to have a different meal from the other pilot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, that okay. might be a lie, but also I might have read that. I mean, I, everything you've said has been true so far, so I'm, I'm going to believe it. <laughs> it also kind of seems, sounds like a, like, murder mystery kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like in case one of them is poisoned. In case one of the flight attendants had a a thrist. No. Is that? What? A trist? No. Trist? A, a trist? I don't know. I was trying to like say. A, a fair? Yeah, I was trying to say in a dramatic way that she was having an affair with the pilots and then she tries to poison him. 
It didn't really yeah. work out in my favor, but that's fine. It's fine. Thank you. I got, I got it. Um, what kind of pants are you wearing? <laughs> I'm wearing some new pants. <laughs> that's what I thought. I don't think I had seen them before. Those are cute. Where are they? Okay, so people can't see. They're leopard print. <laughs> they're really cute. Yeah. Are they denim? What's the material? Walk me through this. I think they're cotton and they're comfy. The and they fabric have a of our lives. Okay. <laughs> and I got them uh, at this store called Half Off on, oh. it's near Squaresville. I don't know oh. what that street's called or what that area's called because I don't know where I am ever. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, they just have like random stuff, like mm-hmm. a bunch of like, graphic design t-shirts and and then occasionally i'll find like some cool comfy pants okay or a nice jumpsuit i also got um oh where is it it's on vermont oh okay thank you jordan um i also got like a a sweatsuit and what's it called again half off do they have plus sizes i don't think so Mm -hmm. Half off should become full on. Get some bigger sizes. <laughs> half off, <laughs> oh, or don't. I don't know. The world is fun. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food, healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more 
not tooting, you know, because sometimes I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy. It's so yummy and delicious. So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash bestfriends. Thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends. Um, should we help people or take a quiz? Let's answer some questions. Yes, let's help America. Hi, Nicole and Sashir and Kenny and Jordan. Um, my name is Fern. It's a fake name. Don't worry. I guess I use they them pronouns so it's not confusing. Um, but I have, I need advice. Um, so I was dating this girl for a while. Um, and then we broke up so that we could be friends because we wanted to remain friends. Um, after the breakup, um, like we weren't like, there's no like bad feelings. We were both just like, okay, I think like this has run its course. So like it was very, um, amicable. Fun fact, I, uh, we were, we were, we scheduled, we scheduled our breakup and we're going to take a, like a little cabin trip. It was going to be great. It was going to be cute as hell. Um, but then her roommate got, covid so then we had to quarantine together for a week but like since we already were going to break up and like do it was it was a great week it was fun it was great um but so my problem is that i'm happy being friends i'm glad um i don't want to get back with her it was not going to last much longer like neither of us thought it was going to last longer than it did and so i am perfectly happy but I was going to go see her orchestra concert today, and she said, oh, I'm going to bring my plus one. I can't hang out anymore. And I was like, but you have your own life. That's fine. But now I'm just, like, stuck having these weird feelings about, like, if she has, like, a new significant other. And I, like, well, like y'all have advice, like, how to get over those kinds of feelings of, like, not wanting to be back with her and, like, not jealousy, but just, like, like this, like, weird, squishy scratchiness of having to confront that because that's kind of new for me um it's very clear and i love you guys i think you're so funny and you make my dick and you make me really happy every time i put on the podcast and i listen to it all the time uh okay love you bye they seem very sweet yeah um i do think that is a hard thing uh, mm-hmm. to date someone who you had a friendship with and then continue the friendship and be happy that you're still friends because love and sexual attraction and romantic feelings don't just, like, turn off. So mm-hmm. I think my therapist has said mourning a relationship is is, like, good and healthy. So I think it's okay to, like, be sad, be in your feelings, and mourn the loss of like the romance or whatever. Um, And I think maybe a good way to get over it is to ask them questions about their dating life and share your dating life a little bit 
And if you do start to feel jealousy, just remember that you have this person in a different capacity. Like, just because it's not romantic doesn't mean they don't have the same level of love for you. Mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. I, in in my mind, I'm kind of like, take a break. Uh-huh. Like, y'all don't have to be immediately be best friends right now. You just mm-hmm. broke up. Like, you can still be friends for sure. Go on coffee dates, et cetera. But I don't know if you need to like feel like this person needs to be in your life as much as they just were. Because then you're going to run into moments like this where they're like, well, now I'm dating. And you're like, mm. oh, this is a new thing. You weren't dating before because you were dating me. And that, you know, like, go find your other friends. Go regroup with your other friends that you have. Make new relationships. Maybe go date. And if that's what you want to do. And then maybe it'll be easier to like have those conversations where you're like, oh, how's how was your date? How was your how are these other people that you're seeing, et cetera? But I think to immediately go, I, I feel like you're kind of fooling yourself to be like, mm. we could just like put a hard line like, OK, now we're friends. And like it's as if we didn't date for X amount of time. Like you yeah, and, and kind of what to what you were saying, you can mourn the relationship. But I do think that takes time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, you can do that while you're still in the process of becoming friends again. I guess that makes sense to, yeah, just like remove yourself from the situation for a little bit so you can, what is it, what is it, they, they say hindsight's twenty twenty. So it's like when, mm-hmm. you, when you're out of it, you can see more fully about things. So yeah, maybe mm-hmm. some distance will be good. Yeah, I think that's, that's good advice, I think. Yeah, How and you can definitely distance. still hang out with this person. Maybe mm-hmm. it's like group time with your mm-hmm. friends or something. I think maybe like cool it on the like off like the frequent one-on-one hangouts for mm. now. That's good advice. Yeah, I've never been friends with anyone I've been romantic with. I just see them in a green room and go, "Hello." <laughs> Until we both feel not as weird and we keep talking. <laughs> yes, same, honestly. <laughs> you know, I don't have any close friends that I used to date. Yeah, no. But I always think that's Nice-ish. Especially if it's, like, amicable. And it's Mm -hmm. not like you don't hate each other at the end. It's like, because that person did know you intimately. So it is Mm -hmm. nice, I think, in theory. But again, I've never experienced it. I mean, same. I've seen it done. Or I've heard of it happening somewhere. It's like a myth. I've heard heard lore that this happens sometimes. Yes. Stories from, from, from the great beyond. Jordan, are you friends with any of your exes? <laughs> no. no, I'm a very, um, you do me wrong once, I never talk to you again. Ooh, one and done. One and done. And maybe that's the Aries in me. But um, no, it's truly like, I don't waste my time with people who are wasting my time. Yeah. And I don't want to be friends with you afterwards. If you feel like you no longer want to be with me or to share your not your life with me, not like so like powerful like that, but just like I no, I don't give a lot of people second or third chances and I'm not friends with any of my exes. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people would disagree with me. I know a lot of people who are like, I am friends with my exes and I just feel like it's a lot of drama and I don't like drama. Mm. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. I hope it works out for our friend. Me too. Let's have another query for us to answer now. 
Hi, Nicole and Sashir. Thank you for all that you do. This podcast has brought me so much joy. I love you both so much. I would love your thoughts and advice on my roommate question. Here's the backstory. I moved in with my friend who I've known for about 10 years. I didn't really have an idea of how she would be as a roommate, but I decided that it would be fine since we were both adults. And I assumed that we can resolve any issues as they come. However, I came to the realization that I am horrible at confrontation and will let things build up until it turns into resentment. I am now at that point. I know that I need to voice my concerns, but I can't get myself to do it. I go back and forth between my apartment and my boyfriend's apartment, so she has the apartment to herself a lot of the time. However, almost two years in, the vibe in the apartment has changed because now it feels like it is her apartment and I just have a room there. Number one, the shared space has become an extension of her room. She moved her large dog crate into the living room, so now he stays out there. She leaves all her packages and jackets on top of that crate and the dining room table and on the couch. Number two, I do all the cleaning, even though I am mostly cleaning up after her dog because he sheds everywhere. I don't mind cleaning for my share of the apartment chores, but I don't think I should be the only one doing it. And lastly, the most irritating point, three. She has a FWB, friends with benefits, who comes every once in a while, mostly on the weekends. Before, she would let me know if he was coming over and I would just volunteer to go to my boyfriend's apartment because I prefer not to be there. But now she doesn't give me the heads up and he comes on random days in the middle of the week. I don't have an issue with them having sex, but what I do have an issue is with their is their sex waking me up while I'm sleeping. And because her dog sleeps in the living room, he's the first to know when her friends with benefits comes, comes by and barks because someone is at the door. That would initially wake me up. And this would be between the hours of 2 and 4 a.m. when the friends with benefits would arrive. If I get to fall back asleep, her dog would wake me up again by barking when he hears him doing it because her dog thinks she's being attacked with all the moaning she's doing. (laughs) It it is as if there's no one home besides them and they're loud as they can be. It's 4 a.m. on a Tuesday and all I want is sleep because I need to be up in a few hours and I'm stuck listening to a symphony of barks and moans. It's becoming an every other day occurrence and I would really like my sleep and not be interrupted by my roommate's moans or her guy's grunts or slapping sounds. I don't have the luxury of WFH. Work from home. Oh, work from home. So I can't just sleep and or nap in the middle of the day. All of the issues have built up to the point where I'm debating just moving back home. My question is, how can I address these issues when I'm not comfortable being straightforward with it? I also don't want to sound like a mom asking their kids to clean up after themselves. And I don't want things to be awkward after. I really appreciate your advice. Thank you so much. Ooh. Okay. I, I would say definitely say something before you just like straight up and move home. I had a roommate who um, had some issues on a roommate level, but they were also my friend and probably felt the exact same way that you feel and wanted to bring up kind of some similar issues. Cause I had a, uh, my partner was com- who is my partner now, but was my boyfriend at the time, uh, was coming over a bunch and m- maybe we were waking him up with some slapping sounds. I don't actually know, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, when when what when my roommate finally realized like he wanted to move out, he was like, "I'm moving out," and like I maybe had a week to find a place before mm-hmm. our lease was up. And I was like, "Why didn't you tell me this last month <laughs> or like any time before this time?" And he was like, "Oh well, you know, I th- I thought I don't know. I can't remember what what his reasoning for not telling me sooner, but he was just like, "Well, you would probably benefit from living alone because you have your." 
person coming here all the time and you don't want a roommate around. And I was like, sure, I guess. But like, mm-hmm. would have loved to have this discussion literally at any point before the before now. Um, so, yeah, I would say bring up the issue because maybe something could change. Maybe they could actually like work on this or you can come to an agreement where it's like, OK, your friend texts you when they figure out that's their part, their person's coming over or whatever. Um, or they move the dog crate back into the, their room. But like, mm-hmm. you could at least try. And then if you try and it's like, okay, maybe we're just not a good roommate fit, then you can move out. But you do, you should let them know and give them a heads up that, hey, some of this behavior is shitty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, you can do it in a way that's like, this is a roommate issue, not a friend issue. Like, this is not you being a bad person. Some people just don't know how to live with people. Mm-hmm. Maybe she hasn't done it before. Or like, maybe this is like one of their first experiences living with another adult. And they don't know that you can't just do whatever you want. So you kind of have to like teach each other how to live around other people, which is unfortunate because you're not their mom. But mm-hmm. I think saying something, anything would be helpful because then maybe they can adjust. Yeah. And I think when you have the conversation, there is something to saying, hey, can we talk? And this is going to be a tough conversation, but it is a roommate conversation, not a friend conversation. And then go into what you would love changed. And then also maybe off. If you know you do something that might annoy them that maybe they've brought up, I don't know, maybe say, oh, and I will try to work on these things so it doesn't seem like a full-blown, like, this, 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 you, 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 you. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, offer something. I'm, I, um, it is a, it's, it's tough when it's, like, especially if you feel like you've been a very good roommate and you've been doing everything, to be like, well, here are all the things you're not doing. But I think you have to like say some stuff that you're going to do as well. So it feels like a shared thing and you're not just digging on them. Yeah. Or just like some solutions that yeah. could be a compromise or it's like, mm-hmm. I, I look, I'm happy to go to my boyfriend's place whenever your your boyfriend comes over here or your friends with benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, just give me the heads up. Just yeah. don't just don't have them come at 2 a.m. and then I'm stuck. And I mm-hmm. am hearing you guys because you're yeah, you may, may not actually know you're waking up mm-hmm. to them fucking and maybe they would be embarrassed and be like, oh, shit. I don't know. I thought I was late and you were asleep. Yeah. And then you could also say, I love your dog and I love your dog in the living room, but I do feel like I'm the one vacuuming a lot. So mm-hmm. as a cop, like maybe we we alternate days who vacuums or something or it's like if you see dog hair, just like before you go real quick, just vacuum and I'll do the same because I like your dog. Yeah, I think that's good. It's a good way to compromise. And hopefully they'll listen. Yeah. And then if you do want to move out and you there, another option is not having a conversation, but at least giving them like a month to find a new roommate. Definitely. Definitely give them enough time to figure out if they're going to stay in that place or find a new roommate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Solved. Yeah. Should we do one more? One more. What's that painting back there? On your wall, behind the Oh, you better believe it is the movie poster of Ghost. (laughs) Of course. And you better believe on the wall I'm facing, there is 
a portrait, a black and white portrait of Whoopi Goldberg and one of Patrick Swayze. Wow. <laughs> she's committed. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> okay. Hi, Sashir and Nicole. No friendship questions here. But I needed Nicole to know that I saw someone on TikTok making their own roller crocs and I immediately thought of her. TikTok attached below. Love you both and look forward to your show every week. Ooh, thank you so oh, much. Ooh. That's going to be very fun for me to watch. I get lost on TikTok. I watch it. I just, I just, I like, I like it. I like the videos. I posted one the other day of my own. And guess Ooh, what? You actually posted one? I just posted a pole dancing one. I don't think I'm going to post anymore. I might just leave that one up forever. <laughs> yeah. I just, it seems tough. A tough thing to break into. It's a whole other thing. And you got to be consistent. And I just don't feel yeah. like doing that. I don't have it in me. Mm -mm. I'm too old. <laughs> Do you want to see the video and you can react to it? Or Sure. Or, okay. mm -hmm. Let's see it. Oh. oh. They're like drilling it. Really drilling it into this crock. Into this crock. Oh wow! It's a lot of like going through it. A lot of stress going through this. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh, oh boy! This looks very unstable. It doesn't look great. Is it because they don't have a sturdy bottom? Why? There's would, no why, ankle support. So but it's in sport mode. It is in sport mode, but sport oh, wait, mode. Or is it not in sport mode? No, they're in sport mode. But sport right. mode is keeping the shoe on for runs and moves. Yeah, it's not supporting yeah. them ankles. <laughs> I'm worried. Oh, God. I'm very stressed. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm oh, stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Thank you for thinking of me, but boy, that did a number on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't recommend anyone do that, but... No, not at all. Very cool to look at. <laughs> um, but that's it for this episode. So if you want to call, leave a voicemail or text us, you can call the number at 424-645-7003. We also have an email address if you like letters typed to words. And that is Nicole and Sashir. <laughs> you know, I have a way with words that is unmatchable. <laughs> Nicole and Sashir at gmail.com. We also have merch at podswag.com slash best friends. Lastly, do not forget this one. You got to rate, you got to review, and you have got to subscribe. That is the easiest way to support this show, baby. We also have a show at Largo in Los Angeles, Saturday, July 16th. And you should come go to Largo-LA.com for tickets. Yes. All right. See you later. See you later. Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com slash music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. 
You don't take yada yada in life, don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.